Welcome to another episode of ASX Market Goss. For about 30 minutes, we're going to dig a little deeper with uh, listed small cap companies, their focus, the future, the highs and lows, and what's next. And a part of the conversation is to get to know our guests at a personal level, their experiences, their mentors, their slips and slides, even down to their coffee of choice, their sporting teams they follow, and life away from the share price, investment, decision-making, and the like. And today's guest is a little different. It's Ben Kuzmich from Libra Lithium, and Ben is actually on Zoom, and he's in Canada, and we're 12 hours apart. Ben, appreciate your time, and welcome to ASX Market Goss. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, well, first and foremost, oh, let's get to cut to the chase. What do you know about Australia and what do you know about Perth? It was where I'm sitting right now and tell us exactly where you're sitting. Uh, well, my, my main experience with Australia is with um, actually Australians in the mining industry. I've worked for, for Barrick and they had um, Barminko as a main contractor for the underground operations. Um, so I started to learn a bit of your language through that process um, and, uh, you know, that's kind of my on more on the personal level and then from a you know more from a, a geology side of view you know the geology is actually quite similar in australia and in canada um, they're, they're the same age rocks the deposits are very similar and all that um you know you guys have been pumping out a lot of great news about lithium deposits in the past one number of years you guys have actually been ahead of the curve um globally i, I think um and and the results are i mean pretty obvious you guys have these these massive deposits um, and from our perspective, you know, I feel like that's not necessarily um, fully the, the geologic potential of the ground, but it's more that you guys have started before us. So you guys are further ahead of us. Um, and I think it's just a matter of years. It might be five, 10 years before Canada's caught up and we'll probably be a little more comparable at that time. Yeah. Tell us a bit about the company itself too, Libra Lithium. Yeah, Libra Lithium, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a small private company right now. Um, you know, it, it started because, well, I worked with this mining engineer at, um, at a mine called Hemlo. Uh, it was a barrack operation. Um, this guy, I didn't really know him all that well, but we, we kept in contact and I had a reputation as a bit of a prospector. Um, he had a reputation as, as a great mining engineer. And then he got more into the financial side, working for a company called Red Cloud. Um, they, they, you know, they're kind of more of an analyst and all that in Toronto. Um, anyways, he reached out to me and um, he said, you know, I figured, feel that we can we could probably do an operation here, start a small company. Um, he's got someone that's able to back them financially. And um, what they need is basically a geologist who's able to find these, these deposits, put things together. Um, and so, you know, the two of us started talking. Um, in my, my previous life, I did a lot of prospecting. You know, I, I used to be a, quite a weekend warrior um, going through university and all that. I'd go out every weekend and and, um, you know, it was, it was probably a bit of arrogance um, when I first started going into it. And, and I think that actually gave me a bit of courage to do things. You know, you, you kind of do. Um, I, I did a couple seasons in the bush working for different companies. And then I figured, uh, you know what, this is easy. I can do it myself. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that, that arrogance at first, um, you know, it gets you out of the bush and starts, you know, allows you to take risks. Um, so I used to do this on the weekends um, and, and I would explore for everything, you know, uh, mostly gold. You know, gold's kind of the main ticket around here, but a lot of base metals, um, copper, nickel, platinum, palladium, that kind of stuff. Um, so in the process of actually looking for um, one of these, these occurrences, this is about 15 years or so ago, um, we'd, we'd stumbled upon these pegmatites, which are these super coarse grain rocks. And at the time, we know we were portaging over this thing. And I remember just in the back of my head thinking, this is a strange looking rock. <laughs> um, I kind of logged that away. And then when Kobe asked me, you know, have you guys seen any pegmatites when you've been looking around? 
I said, well, shit, you know, I've, I've seen, I've seen some a long time ago. And then, um, so I dug into it a little bit and I seen that these claims were actually a long strike from a known lithium deposit. And so that kind of brought us into an area and we, we figured, you know, let's, let's, let's stake some ground. Let's start this. Um, you know, we both quit our jobs and we pursued this thing full time. And so the things kind of started, you know, um, how, how a lot of these things start, which is not always, um, all that purposeful at the beginning, you know, it kind of starts as a joke and then becomes pretty serious pretty quickly. <laughs> and this is, you know, this is a great example of that. And so now we're, we're very, very serious about this, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing exactly what I love to do. You know, me being a student when I was going out, I mean, this is a long time ago now, but me being a student going out, um, I was always restricted by capital. You know, if you're going to submit a rock for assays, it's, it's 40 bucks, 40, 50 bucks, which is a lot for someone who's, you know, that, that's your money um, that you're digging into. So, you know, I've had this back, this catalog of ideas that I've wanted to explore for, for the past 15 years or so. And now that we've got the financial backing to do it, um, I think we're going to do a lot of, we're going to move a lot of mountains in a very short period of time. Ben Kuzmich is our guest on ASEX Market Gossip. Ben is, we're doing this by Zoom. He's in Canada and I'm in the, the Perth office. Of course, Libra Lithium is our conversation. I'll get onto Libra in a moment. I want to go back to you when you talk about, you know, the weekend warrior and the geologist in you. And you talked about gold. I always, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the simple type of guy when it comes to the mining side of things. And I watch Facebook and YouTube and people digging and all of a sudden they find a, a nugget. Did you ever find anything of note? And you ever any, had any big finds? when you're walking around in the in the in the hard rock yeah yeah absolutely i mean i've worked all over canada for those that are familiar with it um ontario and manitoba that's kind of the central part of canada that's where i've spent most of my time but i've also worked in the yukon which is kind of in the you know on the west coast um that's where you know you do you do gold panning and you find random rivers and, and you do sluice the rivers and you find gold um it, it's really not that uncommon um my, my probably my crown jewel was well there's the discovery of a, an occurrence called the little wing um, which is up in northern manitoba there was a, a junior company um, that was looking at being taken over by more of a mid-tier producer and they were kind of humming and hawing over the deposit whether they should take it or not and then coincidentally um you know i, I uncovered this this granite boulder um it returned seven grams per ton and then we figured okay well that's something so we went back out there at the end of the season took the helicopter and then we cracked open a rock and there was visible gold right in our hands. And I, I can't remember the exact value, but it was something like 15 ounces per ton gold or something. So um, that resulted in the, the company being sold. And, um, you know, it's, it's right when you think it's not going to happen is, is when it seems it's going to happen. You know, you've got to push through. Yeah, I love it. Um, I, I want to talk to you then about you, the, the words that you said, oh, you and your mate quit your job and, you know, started the company. Um I'm always intrigued by people who quit their job. Um, it's risk. Are you a risk taker? Yeah. I, I mean, it probably depends on on where you stand. I mean, I don't see it as a risk. Um, you know, I think there's there's risk to working for companies for your entire life anyways. Um, to me, it, it, you know, I, I can't stay inside too long um, and I can't do the same thing for too long. And so to me, the, the risk of being somewhere for five, 10 years, um, it sounds quite dreadful to me. <laughs> I did 31 years at the same TV network. Um, if I had my timer again before they sacked me, I would have gone about 25 years and uh, very comfortable and loved it very much. But I can understand that. So you form the company. Tell us a bit about your board of management and how important that is to any company starting and and, and who 
you know, the experience you bring in because we're having a look at their resumes. It's an experienced crew for a new new company and you're, and you're looking to make a big impact. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, you know, with, with junior exploration companies, um, the value really comes from the, the team. Um, you know, your assets are very grassroots. It's hard to put a dollar value on your land. And so you're really betting on the management team. Um, you know, a couple of the names are, are Mark and um, David Goodman. So they're, they're the, the sons of, of Ned Goodman, which is a famous Canadian, and, and he's made his, um, you know, his fortune on, under Dundee Capital. And so, um, you know, they're very, very well connected in the mining industry. Um, and they're, they're kind of the backbone of, of the funding of this, this operation. Uh, we, have a, we have an Australian um, on our board as well, our board of advisors, Mansoor. Um, and he's, you know, he's got tons of experience with BHP and, and he's, he helps us with organization and management and keeping us all on schedule and all that. So uh, we, we've got an exceptional team, um, very, very experienced. And having the Australian on there, as you mentioned in Mansoor, just talk about the, 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 the future and of course the ASX future and, and what you're trying to do there with Libra Lithium. What, what's the, what's the time frame at the moment? Yeah, good question. So, I mean, right now we're really looking for our first discovery. I mean, we, we are very young. Um, you know, we, we started, well, we quit our job and started in the spring of this year. So we're, we're really a couple months into this. We've made what I believe is phenomenal uh, progress in the meantime. But we're, you know, looking into the future. Um, what we need to do is find a significant discovery in, in ideally the next three months is kind of our timeline for that. Um, certainly before the snow flies, um, which would be about November. Um, at which time, you know, we need a, uh, a drill-ready discovery. So once we have a drill-ready discovery, then we're going to go from private to public, uh, and we'll start look, looking for public money. And so we'll probably be listed on the TSX first, and then look at, at crossing over to the, the Australian exchange. All righty. We're chatting, of course, with uh, Ben Kuzmich, of course, at Libra Lithium. Um, keep an eye on that one. And if you uh, want more details, uh, just uh, stay with us on the ASX Market Podcast. We'll get some contact details in a moment. Tell us a bit about Thunder Bay, Ontario, and also the Flanders deposit. How's that looking? Yeah, I'll start with uh, so the province of Ontario. You know, it's probably the most famous province in, in Canada, mostly for, for Toronto. Um, Thunder Bay itself is situated actually in a geographically very unique area. It's on it's on the, the the western most end of the Great Lakes, and so it's a major port city. You know, all the grain that that's grown in Canada gets shipped on rail carts and brought to Thunder Bay, and then shipped out um, all throughout the world. So, you know, Thunder Bay has got a port that that leads to the ocean. Um, major ships in the, in the bay all the time. Um, so geographically, it's it's in a very favorable spot. It's the you know the kind of the, the major city in any direction for about seven eight hours if you were to drive anyway. So it's it's a bit isolated in that sense. We do have an international airport. Um, you know we've got universities, colleges, um, a very developed labor force, and um, most importantly, I would argue is, is our um, our you know our workforce is very familiar with mining. Um, there's a number of gold mines. Uh, our history is all through gold mines. Um, PGE mines, that kind of stuff. So the area is, 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 you know, it's fantastic. There's there's actually a lot going on um, with other lithium deposits in the area. Avalon recently purchased some some uh, some land down on the lakeshore. Their idea is they're going to make a, a port for for their extraction. Um, you know, there's talks about uh, people building either either refineries or or something in the area for for cathodes. Um, Southern Ontario, there's been a lot of battery investment as well. So um, you know, provincially, it's a fantastic area to be in. I think we're quite fortunate for that. 
Moving on to the Flanders. Um, so the Flanders area, it's a flagship project. Um, it's an area that was staked um, throughout the winter. It's fairly large now. It's about 31,000 hectares or so. Um, it's an area that, that's, oddly enough, has never been mapped by the government. Um, it's never had any previous exploration by anybody for anything on any of the claims. Um, and surprisingly, it's got fantastic access. You know, there, there's an all-weather road that goes right down the middle. Um, there's a um, there's a hydro line that goes right with the, the, the road as well, and tons of forestry access. So the area has been forested multiple times. Um, and up here, that's a big deal. That creates roads throughout everywhere. It also exposes a lot of rocks. So, um, you know, the area is very, very easy to explore. Um, and so, you know, the reason why we went in there initially, um, the government, um, they, they do these regional geochemical surveys in the lake sediment. So they, they fly around in the helicopter, they land on each lake, and they drop down what they call a torpedo. It's basically a little uh, finger trap that goes down to the bottom of the lake, collects a little bit of soil and pull the rope, take it out, and then they analyze all the dirt that's in the bottom of the lake. The idea is that, you know, the, the bedrock would weather and then you would, it would kind of concentrate at the bottom of the lake. And so by sampling that, you kind of get a low resolution picture of what the chemistry of the surrounding areas, the bedrock geology. So this area had, had a, a massive lithium, cesium, tantalum, uh, niobium, gallium um, anomaly. And so these are all indicator minerals for, for LCT pegmatites. Um, so those, those would be your host rock for lithium. So we had this area, we, we knew that it had a massive uh, geochemical anomaly, and we knew that there was no, no, no previous work. We knew that there was a lot of surface exposure, very, very little overburden, tons of access. And so what we did is we went in there and we, we figured, let's poke around a little bit. Let's number one, see if there are pegmatites. And if there are pegmatites, um, do they actually um, have any potential? So in the springtime, we went in there, we found a massive amount of pegmatites. I mean, we're, we're probably, you know, looking in the hundreds of pegmatites. Um, you know, we, we've only analyzed a couple of them. And so far, you know, we've, we see all the right indicator minerals. Uh, we've, we've seen a number of barrel occurrences, which were undocumented before, very, very high rubidium numbers. Um, and again, these are all kind of indicators that, that you're not in the lithium zone yet, but you're just right before the lithium zone. And so, you know, we're very, very encouraged by this. This is an area that can host a significant deposit and everything's right on surface with great access. It sounds uh, like you're very positive, which is absolutely brilliant. Now, I know you're one part of this whole journey of, of Libra Lithium, but I'm going to ask you a little bit uh, personal questions as we like to do on OSS Market Goss, and, and a couple of them are. Uh, what's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning and put your work hat on, your Libra hat on, not, not looking after the young one or looking after the family or doing something like mowing the lawn? or whatever. What's the <laughs> first thing you do work-wise when you wake uh, well, the first thing I do is I always look at the claim maps. I want to see if, if there was any new claims that were staked in the area, who are the major players, um, any claims that are lapsing. Um, you know, you want to see what basically happened overnight. Has anybody made any bigger moves? Because, you know, I mean, there was an example nearby us. Um, there was a massive, massive land grant grabbed by, by a single company overnight. It was about 100,000 or about 100, 100 kilometers by maybe 20 kilometers, um, all staked up overnight. Um so that, I mean, that's where that's where I start the day. You got to know who's who's made any big moves. Um, you know, check your news feed. Any any new drill results that are coming in. The Australian news obviously comes in differently than the Canadian news. Um, so there's a lot of catching up on news and um, and claim data. 
Yeah, it's an interesting one. And uh, and when, when you when you do that, when you find out that someone has done a big, uh, you know, have put a big have staked in over virtually overnight, do you look for intrigue in regards to that? Do you try and dig a little bit deeper, so to speak, to find out why, or are you are you aware of why they've done it? Or do you get um, do you start to dig and just try and get some background as to why they've uh, decided to go in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, usually when they, when they first get staked, it doesn't show who staked them. And so, you know, you're calling everybody you know, and, um, <laughs> and, and you know, it, it very much is a, a who knows who kind of game. Um, and then <laughs> sometimes there's opportunities where somebody might have seen something that, that that you overlooked and there's an opportunity for you to still act in the morning. I mean, there, there's, there's plenty of opportunities. The, the early bird does get the worm, so you got to be able to act. I love that. Uh, okay. Now, when you wake, coffee of choice. Are you a coffee drinker? <laughs> yeah, I, oh, whatever's on sale, you know. <laughs> I'm not fancy. <laughs> so we're a big cafe society in in, in Australia, and yeah. in particular in Perth. Yeah. Is, is a cafe business and coffee chats and coffee business chats huge in in Canada? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty big. I think people in Canada don't have that great a taste. You know, there's a there's a there's a franchise up here called Tim Hortons, which is. You know, it's built a bit of a brand, is but it's terrible coffee. <laughs> you know, if you want a good cup of coffee, you go to McDonald's. That's the <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they're not. It's yeah. not the worst. You're exactly right. Um, okay, and I've, I see we're, as we're doing this Zoom, here, you're in a photo, and you've got pictures in the background. Just tell us a bit about what takes up your time aside of of Libra. Uh, multiple things. I mean, I, I've got a bit of a, a side business um, in the farm. Uh, I've got a bit of a garlic farm going on. I'm a landlord, um, and I've, I've you know, I'm father of a of a two year old, so between those, it, it's a pretty busy day. Garlic um, farm, garlic farm. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah, well, you know, I, so my 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 wife now she she inherited about 100 acres of land just outside of out of uh, Thunder Bay, and you know, some people hate wasting money, some people hate wasting time. I hate wasting land. I don't know what it is about it. That's just the one thing that 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 bugs the hell out of me. So. They've got this productive farmland that has nothing, that really hasn't had anything happening in the past 50 years. And so we were thinking, well, what, what can we do with it? Um, I wanted a crop that can, you know, very low maintenance, something that you can plant very densely, something that can sell for high value, something that tastes different when it's local versus, uh, you know, brought in from, from China, for example, or whatever, and something that's uh, resistant to, to disease. And garlic clicked all those, all those um, boxes. Wow, so it made the most and, sense. Yeah, <laughs> and, and do you export your stuff, or is it, is it just you just keep to the local market? Where does it go? Uh, just just locally. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And 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 how does the how does the bride think about you? Uh, uh, does she involved in the in the garlic business, or is that all yours? Uh, you, you couldn't pay her. Yeah, she <laughs> couldn't pay her. You couldn't pay her to weed. You couldn't pay her to plant. Couldn't pay her to harvest. You know. Yeah. <laughs> what about sport? You have any following of of sport or anything outside of uh, no, not into your sporting teams or anything like that? No, not too much. And you know, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit that because you know Canada's got a bit of a reputation as, as a as a hockey nation. Yep. Um, but no, I, I've I've avoided that. Uh, uh, I, I watch from the sidelines. Everybody cry and everybody laugh and everybody cheer. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Well, again, we we speak of Australia and Perth in particular. We are sport first and everything. I think it goes sport, coffee, mining. Where does wine fit in there? Third. <laughs> 
It shouldn't. It should be number one because it keeps us <laughs> it keeps us going. Um, uh, yeah. Ben Kuzmich is our guest from Libra uh, Lithium. Uh, ben, it is lithium. It is the EV world that we're we're going through. But um, is, does Libra have any branch out? If you find something else of note, do you want to prospect that and mine that as well? Yeah, it's important not to put blinders on things. You know, I've worked for um, companies in the past that have. For example, they'll be looking for gold and they'll overlook uh, base metals or vice versa. Um, you know, it, it, it's not the strategy that we're pursuing, certainly. You know, if, uh, you know, if we're out there looking for, for lithium and we find gold, we'll find a way to, to leverage that. Um, but our focus is certainly lithium, um, first and foremost, but, but we're not going to overlook something. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll assay things, we'll, we'll kind of get a rough definition around things, but Lithium is our is our is our main. So for someone who's been a geologist for fifteen years and you've worked in this space and you've brought in all this this incredible board and the like to to get into the lithium space, are you surprised or not surprised so much? Is not the word I'm looking for. Are you? Um, what's your thoughts on on where EV and the electric vehicle and the batteries uh, area has gone and sped up in the last couple of years. I mean, it, it is not, and for the want of a better saying, it's not out of control, but it's moving at a rapid pace. It's hard for me to measure. Um, and I say that because I, I live, you know, far enough north that our cold, our winters are, are extreme and cold, you know. Um, my, my, my notion um, or my sense is that you know, I wonder how how well uh, electric batteries will work in minus forty, um, or if you're on the highway and you're and you're stopped somewhere for, you know, a car accident in the middle of winter. How long will your car last? Our infrastructure isn't developed up here enough either. You know, we don't have charging stations every fifty kilometers. We're looking at probably over hundred kilometers. Sometimes you know, two, three, four hundred kilometers between between charging stations. So um, we're not developed enough, and so I'm influenced by that bit of a bubble that I live in. Um, but I, I see the news coming out. I see obviously the massive um, commitment that the, the U.S. government and the Canadian government as well are, are making towards um, the infrastructure, uh, you know, investing in, in battery plants, um, grants for for mining companies to to put out, um, you know, resources and all that stuff. So um, obviously the, the money is there. Uh, the motivation is there politically, which is unusual. You know, I'm not sure what it's like in Australia, but, you know, in the past, I mean, it's probably been on a bit of a decline for, for decades now, people's perception of the mining industry. Um, and it, it's a bit of a, it's a, it, it's not necessarily all that um, justified, you know, mining today is blamed for mining of yesterday's um, atrocities. Um, and it's, it's not always fair, you know, the, it, it, it's common sense, but it's not always practice where if you were to, to use metals, which, you know, Everything is either grown or it's mined, right? Um, and that that's very true. Everything in our in our world is grown or mined. Um, and anybody with any sense would rather mine it in a place where there are uh, safety and environmental uh, rules that are not only there but also enforced. So instead of instead of um, criticizing and um, you know discouraging uh, investment and in, in development and all that, it should be celebrated in the countries that you want it to develop in. All right, so let's talk about the the three terms. Let's talk about the short term, 
the midterm and the long term. Uh, how, how you talk about the the snow and you want to start getting a bit more of a solid base in within the next three months. I think that's what sort of what you uh, you mentioned earlier in the in our chat here today. So just to, for those listening who are interested by Libra Lithium and the possibility, of course, going onto the ASX down the track, uh, where are investors and also shareholders sitting and waiting? Give us the give us the pitch. Yeah, well, in the short term, I mean, our our goal um, is very simple. It, it's to find spodumene, which is the the lithium bearing ore. Um, we've got multiple projects. I mean, we're we're most aggressive with our Flanders project. Um, it's because we think it's it ranks high in our in our internal ranking, which is is basically um, you know what is the geologic potential and what is what is the probability that you would find something. You know. Um, something on surface with lots of exposure and lots of access is easier to explore than something that you have to do a drill drill hole with um, and it's obviously a lot more cheaper so in the short term um, you know we've got to find lithium uh, mineralization on one of our, our 10 projects um, you know and so we are moving around with these projects quite a bit um, we have about 70,000 hectares right now um, and our, our goal this summer before the snow flies, so before November, is to get each project and to, to get a sample of things to, to figure out what, what's the potential, what project is actually worth keeping um, and which ones are, are worth letting go. Because, you know, we're not foolish. We know that all our projects aren't going to survive. Um, it, it's kind of the nature of the business. It's high risk, um, but high impact or high reward. Um, and so the only way that you can actually survive through this game is by, by doing it at low cost. Um, so, you know, we've got a very small team. We, we stake our own ground, which is incredibly cheap. You know, it, it's about the price of a cup of coffee per hectare if you're going to stake it yourself um, as, as, you know, compared to doing it as an option deal. So, you know, our, our strategy is to get lots of land and to explore it as soon as possible and to either keep it or dump it. Um, so this, you know, to answer your question, this fall, we're going to go to each project and see, does it have any geologic potential? Um, you know, kind of more medium term would be would be testing any um, follow up mineralization, kind of get our arms around, you know, what does the grade, what does the width, what does the length of these new showings, what do they look like? And then longer term, I mean, there's a couple of different directions. Um, th there's always going to be the, the development and continued exploration of our assets, um, bringing in new assets, dumping old assets, um, but also looking at getting into the brine space as well. Um, you know, that's something that we're not shying away from. In Canada, there's a lot of a lot of brine opportunities uh, with DLE. Um, so we're looking at that. Um, and then, you know, looking at getting listed on the TSX and eventually the ASX. Impressive stuff. Uh, when you walk into a room and there's a white wall, what is the Ben Kuzmich um, motto, work motto, business motto? Uh, work hard, dream big. Nice. Love it. Love it. Um, exciting. Are you excited? Are you excited? You sound like, yeah, you're, yeah. You sound like you're incredibly positive. And I, and I get that from a lot of people that I interview that, you know, I walk in with a, a blank canvas and after walking away, they go, oh, how did that chat go with, uh, you know, Billy Bo Baggins or whatever it may be? <laughs> I walk away knowing full well that I feel like you are so positive and so knowledgeable that this will succeed. And it's going to have an attachment to the ASX and an attachment to our audience who is probably listening predominantly. They listen all around the world, as you can do with most podcasts. But I am sure there's a lot of people listening in Australia and Western Australia who are very keen about Libra Lithium. Obviously, you're excited about it and confident. Absolutely. I mean, it's also something that we have to make work. Um, 
you know, you know, we, we, everybody on our team, we have families, we have young ones. Um, it, it's something that we have the knowledge of doing. We believe we have the land package. Uh, we have the financing. I mean, there's no excuses for us not to succeed. So uh, we've got to make this work and, and as quickly as possible. Impressive. Uh, thank you for joining us today on ASEX Market Goss. It's been an insight into the other side of the world. Of course, well, we're all part of the Commonwealth, as we know, uh, <laughs> and we appreciate your chat today and your time today. And uh, people can look up Liberal Lithium, of course, and, uh, and see more in regards to our guest, Ben uh, Kuzmich. Ben, that's another episode of ASEX Market Goss. Uh, we'd love your feedback as a listener. Make a comment, like us, share us, tell your colleagues, your counterparts or your community, spread the word. Now, whatever platform you you're listening right now, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and RSS.com. Uh, like us, as I said, leave a comment and give us your feedback. And in the meantime, we'll be keeping an ear and an eye out, whether it be through Zoom and on the other side of the world, like our guest, uh, Ben Kuzmich from Liberalithium has just been. Until then, we'll keep digging and find more guests to chat about with their ASX market goss journey. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of the material as legal, tax, investment, financial or other professional advice. ASX Market Goss and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent legal, financial, taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by ASX Market Goss or any third party to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments in this or any other jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the securities laws of such jurisdiction.